Hello, wild women. Wild women, rebel women. Wild women, rebel will, women. The rebel women. <laughs> Welcome, wild, rebellious, untamed, super creative, desiring more of all of the things, women. Welcome back to the Fun Podcast. Yes, <laughs> I am going to go for that one. You nailed it. Going for that one. Oh my gosh. Okay. I don't even know what day of the week it is. I don't know what time it is. I'm like in between these two worlds right now of Femme Retreat, being in the jungle. This week is my daughter's fourth birthday today. And we are packing up to head on a wild, incredible adventure for almost a month. And we leave in five days, six days. And there's this like tornado of life that's happening in between. And I feel like I'm just like, just like bouncing along with it and just trying to let myself fly. I know I was, even as you were leaving here and then you had your big travel day and then there was like, you know, you're like, maybe we'll like tune in on Monday. I'm like, wow. I'm like, where are you going to be at on Monday? Are you even going to know what day of the week it is on Monday? And even talking to some of the clients that were at the rebel retreat and hearing them, they're like, yeah, I landed home and I'm, you know, integrating and in this energy. And I'm like, oh yeah, I remained in the jungle. So I took a couple of days of integration here, but there's something different when there's like a plane ride to get on. Oh, plane ride to get on. And honestly, I had three flights. My luggage got lost. I traveled for 19 hours, ended with like a two hour car ride in the middle of the night. And as I was taking off on my first flight, I really, you know, like in the movies when someone's about to die and they have that like flashbacks of like their entire life. Well, I was watching the jungle as it got further and further away. And I just had all of these moments that flashed before my eyes. And I was smiling and and just feeling so much gratitude for the experience that we had and the rebel retreat and every single woman that was there and the depth and the connection and even the challenges. And um, the night before I left, I went out for dinner with some of our friends and they asked what the the highlight was like my highlight moment. And I had many, (laughs) as you can imagine, but one of the many highlights was one of the challenges that we had on the retreat. And one of the moments where triggers got triggered and feelings got felt and, you know, personalities and characteristics and who we are just really came to the surface in our own individual rights. And it felt like such a highlight for me to see every single woman in her fullness, to see each and every one of the fires and the foundations and the feels and the vibrations and the energetics, like really be ignited and like to really be stirred up. And as I was sitting on that plane, I I just saw all of it and all that life is and all that the life that we got to experience in these seven days together in the jungle as a group. I really feel like this is how I move through my life is like fast, obviously, Manny Jen tornado most of the time, but it's these like little moments of reflection when I was moving away from the jungle and just allowing myself to see those moments. 
you know, and reflect on them and hold them in my heart and allow them to integrate into the, my body as I moved away from them. Like even coming home to a shit storm and even coming home to this like whirlwind of moving on to the next adventure and, and being totally submersed in work and family and stuff in the meantime, like those moments are now in me, right? Mm-hmm. They are landed. They are there. And I think sometimes we feel like we don't know how to integrate or we don't know how to embody you know, what we've just gone through or the course that we just took or the conversation that we just had or where we've been. And yes, sometimes it's nice to take a week to sit in something and to feel into something. And sometimes it takes months to learn a lesson or to collect wisdom. But for me this time, what was really cool was that it was just a moment of honoring, you know, it was a moment of honoring what we had been through. It was a moment of seeing the memories of holding them, of laughing with them, of reflecting on them, of just like really seeing them and yeah, like taking that experience with me into the next thing. Yeah. It's just such a cool difference, right? Between each one of us and what we need in order to take something with us. And in each season of our lives, I mean, the amount of time that we have to integrate is always so different too, right? And the way that we get to integrate, is always going to change. Well, what I feel is like the beauty and what you've just shared here and what you said is like this moment, the space to really honor, to really honor what you've experienced, to honor what you've been through, to honor where you're going, to honor the change that you feel has taken shape. And oftentimes, you know, like you said, you came back into a tornado and you're packing for the next thing and there's lots happening, but can we take that moment to truly anchor in. I think this is what happens so often. It's like, okay, what's the next thing, the next thing, the next thing, even when you were talking about, you know, integrating that course so often in this online space where there's so much consumption of content, it's like, okay, I've done that course, check it off the to-do list. And like, what, where's the next course? Like, what can I dive into next? And we're not actually taking that time to like be with what we've just gone through, what we've just experienced, that shift that's taking place. Well, and how many of our clients and how many of our listeners right now have taken a course, never completed it, gotten halfway through or partway through and like already even been on to the next thing, you know, and some of the women at the rebel retreat were by the time our stay there was done, you know, we had conversations by the pools. Like I'm just so ready to go create. I'm so ready to take what I've learned and to use it and to move with it and to be in it. And I feel like there is a true strength and true power in holding yourself in something until the end. And this is an example I use a lot. It's like this idea of packing a gym bag, right? Packing a gym bag to go into a season of your life, no matter what that season is, whether it's, you know, truly training for a bikini competition, which one woman did in our freaking community this year and like fucking right. You know, like the time, energy, and commitment that that takes, like you pack your fucking gym bag and you go for it until the day you step on that stage, right? You pack your bag for the rebel retreat and you show up and you hold yourself in that energy and that excitement and that readiness to go is part of the experience. And it's like, can I hold myself in full presence here? Because there's still something here for me. If I allow myself to sit in it for long enough and 
I know that so many of us have these incredibly huge dreams, these incredibly massive visions that require us to stay in the energy of momentum and movement and going and going and going. But when we can actually invite ourselves to like pack a gym bag for the duration of the thing that's required of us to be there and to stay with it, there is always more available and there is always more that we can see and collect. And I really, truly believe that a lot of people in the the coaching industry or the personal development world, and, and honestly, even beyond that, like people in general, we really only integrate the things that we think we need, the things that feel comfortable or the things that we can grasp or the things that we understand. And as soon as we start to get distracted, or as soon as we start to you know, get uncomfortable, or as soon as we start to get bored or, you know, our, our bodies start to like, you know, that sensation, like, okay, I'm feeling antsy. I'm feeling antsy. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. If we allow ourselves to like scoot onto the next thing before fully being with where we are, we leave something behind. Well, even when you shared that one of your highlights was forget what you, how you describe the moment. What do you remember what the word you used to describe the moment that was one of your highlights? Challenging full. Yeah. Maybe it was challenging. You're like, it was a challenging moment. And imagine if you weren't like everyone, every woman in this space with us, it's not like she, they could, we could just like move on from that. Right. It's not like we, like we had to actually sit in it. Each person had to sit in their feelings. Each person had to sit in what came up for them. Each person had to like see their own triggers, their own truth in that experience. And you're in the jungle and at a retreat with 10 other women. And even though it was uncomfortable, we saw in real time, each woman doing her work, doing her work. Yeah. Being the embodiment, being the living, breathing expression of what they were moving through. And I'm happy you said this actually, because I think that this is a really interesting conversation, you know, about so many people doing the work on paper and doing the work in their journals and then really struggling with transmuting the logic and the intellect of something and applying it to the actual behaviors and actions. I know I find this for myself even, and I'm sure so many of our listeners will resonate with this, but I will like, I will watch fucking hundreds of like Dr. Becky. I don't know if any of you follow her on Instagram. I I love her. She um, gives like parenting tips on like gentle parenting and like different ways to handle really challenging situations with your kids. I will watch like hundreds of these videos, you know, like I've been following her for a while and I really love her work and I'll watch the video, watch the video, watch the video. And then when it comes to actually doing the thing that she says in my real life, in my actual like momentary experience with my kids, you know how much work it takes to actually apply the thing that she says, you know, it is so hard because we are going against like for me, 36 years of programming that taught me something different. So in those split seconds, when we're trying to decide who we're going to be like your conscious mind doesn't even have a moment to even grasp onto the new version of yourself. And 
I have given myself so much grace with parenting and like Jack, you, you know, I used to beat myself up about this all the time, like learning how to be the mom that I really want to be. First of all, like without a mom of my own dealing with the grief of losing her and figuring out how to reparent myself in so many ways. And then also learning how to parent my kids in a way that I'm really proud of that I wasn't modeled as a child. And I've had to give myself so much grace and so much permission to try again and try again and try again and try again to retrain my conscious mind to show up in those moments in a different way. But my point is I could watch those Dr. Becky videos for my whole entire life and never actually have those really fucking hard moments where I'm like, oh my God, who am I going to be right now? How am I going to practice this? How am I going to apply this? How am I going to be what I've learned? And I can't tell you how many areas of my life this stretches into. This is a big body of my work is like taking what I conceptually know and applying it to my life. And in that moment with all of those women, we saw that like we saw the conscious versus the subconscious. We saw the reaction versus the response. We saw women hold space for both of those things in the same moment, even asking themselves questions. Am I reacting or responding? Am I proud of this? Am I in my integrity? Am I you know, a believer that this is the expression of who I want to be. These questions being spoken out loud with these women was such a gift to see. And I truly believe that if every woman in the world was asking herself questions at that level, we would all be shifting our energies, shifting our moods, our behaviors, our actions, and therefore shifting, you know, what we become an energetic match for all because of the awareness all because of the willingness to see it and to work with it. Right. And that was the coolest moment for me was like, oh my gosh, we are given a real life moment. Like my parenting Dr. Becky moments where we're like, okay, group of eight women. What are we going to do here? Who are we going to be? Two things that you said there that I absolutely like fully agree with. And I mean, I agree with all of it, but these two pieces that stood out was like, the awareness, you know, when we bring awareness to something, like how quickly can it shift? Can it change? If we can hold that state of awareness, when we don't just be like, Oh, like this is it, but like, it's uncomfortable. So let's let it pass. It's like, no, can you bring this conscious level of awareness to the conditioning, to the behaviors, to the pattern? This for me is always just like, I know that there is a shift happening, a breakthrough happening when I have that level of awareness there. And the other piece that I wanted to tap into deeper was this like in real time, you know, you said bringing the awareness there. And I think this is sometimes what happens. It's like we bring a level of awareness when we write it in our journal, when we do it as the homework of a course, but then seeing these women take the awareness and choosing, you know, choosing to ask themselves the question. And this is what you said, actually, you're like, you know, we saw women asking these questions in real time. We saw them asking themselves these questions, but then we saw them choosing in response to the questions they asked themselves. We saw them choosing again. We saw them changing new behaviors, new thoughts, new ways of being. It was so cool to witness, you know, and I think 
it's, I think it would be surprising for someone to hear that one of the highlights of a retreat is like the only challenging moment, like the only, you know, experience that would have been viewed as like, ooh, you know, like, ay, ay, ay. But this is such an expression of, I mean, me and like really what I, I love about life and something that we talk about a lot in the femme world is duality, you know, the the ability to hold both at the same time and to be in two spaces at the same time, not physically, like we're not there yet, you know, can't split our bodies in two, but uh, can we see an opportunity to hold the abundance and lack in a moment and then decide which one we want to apply more of ourselves to, right? Can we be afraid and in trust in the same moment and then choose what we desire to apply more of ourselves to? You know, in, in that challenging experience was so interesting because I saw two parts of myself, this like old part of myself that would have avoided, avoided, avoided anything and everything that I could have, like in any way to just run and not physically because I couldn't run, but to, to just remove my emotions, remove myself as much from my body as I possibly could to avoid the feeling that that experience was going to bring forth for me. And in the exact same moment, I could feel the me that wanted to stay like statuesque throne stay. Like there is no place to go from here because this is exactly where you need to be. And it was so interesting because as I was physically walking towards the situation, I felt myself choose the statuesque throne positioning in my body, even though I felt the duality of both, right, going on within me. Well, and what about the women that were here that got to witness that in you, that got to witness that in me, that got to witness that next level of leadership? And I feel like the women here, well, got asked what was the highlight of the experience. That might not be what they would say the highlight was, but that's going to be a very memorable experience because of what they also got to witness. They got to see two leaders really walk the talk to stand in our truth. You know, the willingness to be vulnerable. Like I truly believe what the women got to witness from that experience is something that they'll take with them for lifetimes and they'll take into their own leadership as well. Without a doubt. And, and the universe gives us those moments as gifts. You know, I think we talked about this. Um, we gathered in circle the next day and we stood in prayer together and had such a beautiful open conversation. And it brought forth so much connection and liberation. And I mean, that would be another highlight for me the next morning that was just so peaceful and so stunning, you know, to see that web of connection being built between women. Okay. Now I want to dive into more highlights. Like tell me some more highlights for you. Oh my gosh. Oh, there are so many. Okay. Real true. Like highlights. If I'm, if I'm like, you know, really pulling out those moments. I mean, the celebration dinner was such a joy, like hilarious, funny, like so funny. I laughed so much. It was such a high, high, high vibration. It was beautiful. The sunset, everything, the celebration dinner was just like 
a memory that I will just like have for life. Agreed. I loved the celebration dinner and I love that it was light and fun and joyful and also deep and revealing. And one of the women had like a massive breakthrough at that celebration dinner where it was just like, oh, boom, like, and I know what I'm here for. And I know that next level that I've been like hiding that I'm ready to speak. And she went home from that celebration dinner and didn't sleep that night. Like she's like, I was up forever creating. And she created a new masterclass and a new offering because at that dinner, she was surrounded by women who were magnetized towards her. And she spoke her truth in this way for the very first time. Mm, So, so good. I think that that's such a cool representation of what creativity gets to look like and how our ideas really honestly, genuinely want to come through in these moments of joy, of like being so conscious in your life, like just showing up in your life, which is where the inspiration comes flooding in. Not when you're, you know, consciously trying to pound your brain to come up with an idea, but when you're just living and you're in the experience that you have that like, aha, like, oh my God, it just came to me. I just got it because you've literally taken the pressure off. Like literally. Oh my Oh my gosh. Well, another woman, we were, we had like a 20 minute conversation in the pool. And then she's like, ended up not coming to that next session. Cause it was like that 20 minute conversation just opened it up for her, like being in the pool, having conversation, receiving. And she went off on her own and just like, same thing. Like, just like all of a sudden she's like, oh yeah, I see this whole business mapped out. I see this next offering that I have. And it's like in these moments where we're not forcing it, we're not sitting down like, okay, pen and paper, what what do I got to create next? What am I going to create right now? Right, right now. So people buy like the ideas on that retreat were literally mm. birthed in moments of bliss and joy and like just such a fun fucking way to create. Yeah. And I would even say, you know, like the moments in between, right? Like mm. the moments in between the quote unquote work where we think that all the ideas are supposed to come from. Another highlight was the branding photo shoots. They were so fun. Like my favorite thing about the branding photo shoots this year was that they like, okay, we're all on the same property. We've got jungle, house, and beach, you know, like kind of these three scouted locations. Every woman's brand is so different. We've like looked at all of their Instagrams. We've created like Pinterest mood boards. We've collected inspiration images. We've created words like, you know, from each woman um, to really represent how they want to feel and position themselves in their brands. Like we've done the work and we're on this one property in the middle of nowhere. So from a creative's perspective or photographer's perspective, you know, you kind of think like there's going to be these like massive similarities between these photos, no matter what you do, because you're in these like kind of same locations, right? The coolest thing was that every single photo shoot was so fucking different, like such a unique energy, such a unique look, such unique style and expression and literal captures of these women in maybe the same environment, but a completely different outcome, like a completely different result from each photo shoot. And it was so cool to see each woman represent herself in such a unique, intentional way 
And then to be able to capture that was just such an honor. It was so cool. That was definitely one of the highlights for me. Was one of the highlights for you was one of the highlights for Laura, who is our photographer that was with us all week was definitely one of the highlights for the women that came and felt, you know, themselves being captured in that way. Mm, totally. I mean, it's, it's, how could it not be? You're like in pure paradise and yeah, well, I mean, that's not true because I think being in front of a camera is really fucking uncomfortable for a lot of people, but the outcome is always so exhilarating, you know? Oh, truth. Like right there, I can think of three women that were coming that they were like feeling, Ooh. you mm-hmm. know, three, four, okay. And fourth one just popped in that we're feeling like, oh gosh, I don't know that I want to be in front of the camera. And then they showed up and owned it. And oh my gosh, like I'm just dying to see the oh. pictures. Oh my gosh. You and me both sister. What's your, I mean, I have so many more highlights. I could just keep going forever, but what's the highlight that stands out for you? So definitely the celebration dinner and that moment of seeing a woman just like really come alive in her voice and her truth right before our eyes was a very like standout moment for me. Truthfully, the, like when you said the moments in between, this is something that I would say was very consistent for me in both years that we've ran our retreat is I remember very specific conversations that would happen, you know, from the walk to the beach, to the house sitting, you know, we, the first night, the first, well, second night, I guess, after our first like full day, we gathered for dinner a bit early and all just sat around and had this conversation that lasted about 90 minutes. And it wasn't like a planned session or training or activation, but just the level of conversation the questions that were being asked like these to me like these moments that were more spontaneous these moments in between feel like such powerful moments for me always mm-hmm. I would agree on that table you know where we eat is kind of like raised up on this hill it's got no walls it's kind of like an open pavilion you can hear the ocean like your ear is in one of those shells like it's such a beautiful space and I always think of how much space that table holds for us you know we meet for breakfast every day we gather there for all the branding discussions and conversations we meet there for dinner every day and I think that table is just such a sacred (laughs) like I'm so thankful for that table for you know just allowing us to gather and to sit and to be so present there because I mean we spend a lot of time there during the retreat I just thought of like the energy that we leave behind there Mm. you know that energy that we leave behind in that that room it is pretty cool to think of and you know this year was our second year going back to Hacienda Baragonia where we host the retreat and the whole staff were like was so excited to have us back and remembered us and like greeted us with these big hugs. And, you know, when we left, like, see you next year and just like texting us so many fun things. And they always go so out of their way for us. I feel like they feel that energy too. 1000%, like the, you know, the goodbye to Chino, the messages that I received from Lena since, like, it makes me so excited already for next year. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, I know. Me too. I feel that too. 
Uh, another highlight that I feel like really for me was the final day, the final activation that I led for the women beside the pool and not even beside the pool. Three of the women were like literally in the pool receiving. And this was a day that I was meant to lead in something different. And all of a sudden I had at the beginning of this week, this energy come in of combining human design and frequency work with this activation. And I think I left Rob, you saying like, oh, it was just going to be like something short and like just bringing our energies together. And then it turned into this like 90 minute, beautiful activation where the women were receiving and went in so many, like the women went into so many different spaces. And after what we were having the pool party, one of the women came up to me and she's like, whatever just happened there. She's like, I feel like I moved into a new dimension. And another woman came up to me and she's like, wow. She's like, I feel like I was taken into the same type of energy and same type of space that I was when I did my plant ceremony. And there was something about that for me that I was like, so cool in terms of like how much that we can access when we're in spaces like this, when we are in a space where we're just like willing to go deep and we're willing to surrender, mm. willing to be led, willing to allow this energy to flow through for us. Mm-hmm. I love that. And I actually loved hearing about each of the women's like animal card pulls that they did and how reflective they were. And oh man. And Brooke, this was um, also going to be one of my highlights. We brought in Brooke to come do music and like DJ by the pool for our our final pool party and kind of closing. And oh man, that was just such a vibe too. I just loved, I loved the energy. I loved the dancing and the, yeah, I mean, it was oh, the fucking fire. The, oh. It was all just, it was amazing. It really, it was amazing. I'm like, okay, we just got to keep going here for one more moment. Cause when you said Brooke too, like, gosh, how incredible was it to see that like, we had two women who were coming to the retreat that we brought in to facilitate too. And to see each, you know, to see these women stand in their magic for Susie to lead us in the pussy prayer and to see women get to receive her medicine to see Lauren leading in the body talk sessions. And, you know, the conversation that's been having, that's been happening since these women have left the retreat being like, I want more of her medicine and I want more of her medicine. And just like that collective energy and that collective medicine is always so next level, incredible for me. And you said when we brought Brooke in to DJ for the pool party and you said dance, like, what about ecstatic dance? That has to be one of your ah! highlights. Whoa, my God. Yeah. Like <laughs> highlight of my life though. Not just highlight of the femme retreat, literally the highlight of my life. See, it was all great. We need to stop. It was so <laughs> great. Ecstatic dance. Okay. So I have to say, if, if you are listening to this and you live somewhere where there's good ecstatic dance, like access to great music and someone who holds incredible space, I find ecstatic dance so fucking liberating and transformative and just vulnerable as fuck, like so uncomfortable, so beautiful, so connective. Um, my favorite part of ecstatic dance doing it as a crew was like, I, I usually, so it's about two hours and I pretty much do the entire thing with my eyes closed, only opening my eyes when I'm like moving through the space to make sure that I'm not bulldozing anyone over. 
but it was so fun to kind of pop my eyes open and to see our women just fucking, oh, like dancing in their own ways. Like some just like boop, booping on the floor, like da, 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 like doing their little thing. Some just like fucking in it and devoted to like every move. And then like out by the pool party, I mean, we had sober women. We have women who don't drink. We have women who love to drink. We had both. And to see them all alchemized together also. And the ecstatic dance is like not at all a party. There's, you know, they don't, they don't allow alcohol in, but then some of the women would like be out by the pools and doing tequila shots and just like feed in the water and mixed in with like the women who don't drink, who are just also holding the same energy. And it was just so fucking cool. Like it's exactly how I want to experience movement, connection, freedom, liberation, like awakening something in my body. Like when I feel bored in my life, that is where I will go back to in my mind. You know, Mm -hmm. that moment of like, this is incredibly brilliant. So beautiful. And that piece of vulnerability there, like there was so many spaces and experiences like where it required women to get vulnerable on the retreat, you know, during the photo shoots, during the activations through some of the, like the deep soul conversations. But I remember you and I both feeling leading into the retreat is that ecstatic dance was going to require a different level of vulnerability. Oh, for sure. And, and I think there's a couple reasons, right? We take the women uh, well, this year we took the women into Nosara. So you're not just dancing in front of, you know, the retreat women who you've created this really safe space with, but you're in the energy of other people. And I just feel like movement is so vulnerable for so many people, you know, dancing in front of other people, let alone just dancing, period. I think that there's still a lot of people who even have a hard time um, or uncomfortable time, like dancing in their own house. I was just going to say that like dancing for yourself can feel vulnerable. Totally. And I think one of the reasons I love ecstatic dance so much is like you are entirely dancing for yourself, but you're in this space with other people, which is where the, like the, that vulnerability cake just gets stacked up. You know, it's like layer after layer after layer. And then the music changes and the beat drops. And then you're like, okay, I could get used to this. And then it gets slow and you're like, oh no, how do I slow dance by myself, sweaty as fuck in this space when like people are watching me like, what do I do now? And, and it's such a cool confrontation uh, with your own level of comfort, your own body, your own desires, all of it. So yeah, oh how, how could we forget ecstatic <laughs> dance? Oh my goodness. And like everything, you know, the food, the meals, like we the food, really- like we all left being like, oh my God, we are so full. Like Rob. I have to say we are doing a really fabulous job of like sharing the highlights, which are basically every single fucking moment of the retreat is a highlight and this and this and this. So basically the highlights have turned into a bit more of a play by play, True, but it was also good. (laughs) (laughs) So y'all just got a play by play of the rebel retreat. And honestly, I think, I think that's okay because it's a big deal. The rebel retreat. You know, it's a big deal to go to the jungle. It's a big deal to lead. You know, it's a big deal for us to facilitate. A lot goes into it. It's a big deal for every woman who said yes. I think the Rebel Retreat deserves a play-by-play, honestly. It's it's a week in the year that like really marks a before and after. 
You know, and I was saying this to some of the women, but I think so cool if you had the chance to return to the rubble retreat every year, you know, like you go back and you go back and you go back and you actually see your own growth. Like not only do you see yourself changed when you look in the mirror, right? Physically, but you also get to reflect on where you were at that exact time and place one year ago in your business, in your wealth, in your power, in your pleasure, you know, in every single area of your life. Like what a cool marker or moment to like really be able to see yourself as you grow and evolve and shift. Because when do we do that? You know, when do we have a week to ourselves just be like, I'm just going to immerse myself in myself. I'm going to immerse myself in my work. I'm going to immerse myself in my pleasure. I'm going to immerse myself in my desires, in my challenges. Like one of the women was like, I didn't even realize what an insane year I had until you asked me that question. You know, on the very first day, Sacred Sunday, we gave the women these prompts to take away. Many of them, when they came back, were like, wow, yeah, I, I see myself now. You know, I see my life. I see what this year has been. And it is really genuinely my belief that we can only create and curate more of what we want when we know where we are, you know, when we know where we stand. So yeah, that's, uh, that's the rebel retreat play by play. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, how powerful was it for you and I, you know, one year later hosting that same, but also different retreat for one of the clients who did come back for the second year, like how powerful it was for her to be like, this is where I was in this space a year ago. This is where I am today. Big time, huge changes. Like, and you know, for the women listening, just an invitation to do a bit of reflection on your, on your own, you know, to, to look back at the year and to really like really, really see it. Um, I think it gives us such an invitation and such a, a, such a gift um, and opportunity to see where we are so that we can start to choose where we want to go. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm heading on a family adventure. My, um, my kids, my husband and I are going to Southeast Asia from, yeah, for like basically the month of December. We're going to Thailand. We get, we go to uh, Phuket, Bangkok, and then over to Vietnam. And um, we end in Singapore for a quick little trip there. And Jack, you've got some trips and things coming up. I do have some travel coming up. I'm in the jungle for another four weeks and then going back to Canada for Christmas and not even really fully sure what that's going to look like. Cause we're going to be, we're going to leave the jungle for three weeks. So we might do some travels in there. We're definitely going to be yeah, home with family for the first time. Like this will be my kids first Christmas with cousins, which feels really fun. They're so excited for that. I love that. Yeah. So we're going to take a pause on the Femme podcast for a few weeks so that we can fully immerse ourselves in the adventure to be where we are and to really just collect our moments and um, just take a pause on this podcast until January 2020 fucking three.
Yeah. Oh my gosh, J- January 2023. And I am sure after a month off for you and I, a month off from this space, we are going to come back with stories, experiences, oh my lessons, so much to share. Yeah. I mean, I can't even imagine. I, I feel like I'm personally on this like rocket ship and it's not moving very fast. Like it's not like it's speeding me through space at like light speed, but I just feel like I'm, I'm in this tornado, like on this bubble. It feels like a rocket ship and it's just like taking me up and up and up and up. And I'm really excited to see where we meet each other in conversation on this podcast. I mean, obviously we'll be talking every day in, in some aspect between now and then, but to really get intentional about the conversations and to see where we both are when those rocket ships, when our planes land, when we land on the other side of where we're going individually and together over the next month. So. Oh my gosh. I cannot wait for it. I cannot wait for it. I cannot wait for those conversations to be brought here on the femme podcast. And just as you were talking there, it just brought me back to the few days that you and I had before the retreat, the few days that we had to anchor in together, that brunch we had at La Luna, walking the beach together. And it definitely excites me that we started to plan for next year's retreat. Mm. I feel like this year, you know, this year, really the energy dropped in for us to start talking about the rebel rebel retreat about four weeks before it was happening. And we received so many messages from women being like, give us more notice for next year. I want to come I'm in. And so there are some things we've shifted for next year at the retreat, but we like, I'm so excited to be opening up space for next year's rebel retreat right now to invite women to come join us in this energy for six days and six nights in the jungle with us to create together to be in this vortex. And I'm really excited that this is like, it's available right now, right now. If you're like, guys, yes, I'm in, I want this. I want to plan in advance. I need more than four weeks notice. The doors (laughs) are (laughs) I like everything inside me right now just wants to sing like, Welcome to the jungle. Like, I'm just like, I really feel this energy. So we've also, um, we've switched things up slightly for next year and let's just give a little rundown. I mean, we've already done a play by play, so we might as well give a little bit of the rundown for next year. Next year, we're running it in November, 2023, same location, because in my opinion, there just is nowhere else that I, I really even want to hold this retreat. And this is yeah. So it's, it's in Costa Rica. Yeah. Booking that location next year. Like when I sent the, like, these are the dates. It gave me this whole, like mm-hmm. feel of butterflies and excitement of like, yeah, it's secured. It's happening. That's We're our in. place. That is our place. So we've, we've shortened the retreat. Someone was asking me like what the difference was. And, and Jack mentioned that sweet Susie who did um, like pussy prayer with us. And she was talking about kegels and like tightness and and restriction then softness in our like female womb space and when I was describing this one they're like okay tell us about the retreat for next year like the we're really doing like a a kegel for the rebel retreat like just like tighten it up a little bit so it's going to be six days and we are opening the space to more women. So there's up to 14 rooms. It's six days, six nights, right? Mm -hmm. 
six days, six nights. Um, so it is going to be, I don't even know, like the word that I, it's like feeling like popcorn. Like it's feeling like poop, 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 like full of this energy, full of fire, full of momentum. There's access to a private house. So if there's you and your best friend or you and your business partner, or you and, you know, one of your staff members or one of your employees who you want to take and bring, um, you can rent the private house. Um, there is a payment plan available right now to join us. You can join us for we're on a sliding scale, depending yeah. on the room and the house and the shared room from current pricing right now, anyways, is 5,500 to 8,500 for that private house, 5,500 for the shared rooms. And there's spots in between for private rooms. And right now coming in with a deposit of a thousand dollars. And the payment plan is a thousand dollars a month. So you can pay it off over time. Yeah. If you're thinking about honestly giving yourself a gift or going away or immersing yourself in something um, that's going to expand your life and your business and your vision and your brand and your strategy, I really, I do not believe there's anything out there like the Fem Retreat. I just don't know that you'll find anything, honestly, on the internet that's actually going to offer you even a similar experience. So if you've been thinking about it, if you're wanting to book, if you're wanting to plan book now, the price of the Fem Retreat will go up. Um, it's in pre-sale right now. So book your room. And let's party next November in the jungle. Let's expand your life, your business, your brand, your vision. Let's expand your energy to receive more, to activate your depth and your own personal power. Let's rock and roll. The link for the Rebel Retreat 2023 is in the show notes. And I hope that you feel like you got to, you know, enjoy a little bit of the Rebel Retreat this year from this play-by-play -play and Jack and I reminiscing with each other and you about what a beautiful fucking year at the Rebel Retreat. It was beautiful week, but you know, it really encapsulated the energy of 2022. And I cannot wait to see who is going to be there next year to witness it, to paint the picture, to really create the experience of the Rebel Retreat 2023. The experience, the masterpiece, the integration, mm. the embodiment. I love you. I love you, Rob. I love you, everyone listening. I love the women that came to the Rebel Retreat this year. I love oh my those gosh, of you who so are much. coming next year. So All much. The love. All the love. Binge the Femme podcast. Go back and re-listen to your favorite episodes if you are missing us for the rest of the year. Allow yourself to integrate and embody the lessons that you learn. And yeah, we're wildly obsessed with you. And we'll see you in January right here on the Femme Podcast. Mwah.